Coming to you by way of the not-for-profit Mainframe Studios at 900 Kia Way in downtown Des Moines, this is 900 Views, a podcast about building community through the arts as we build an arts community. I'm your host, Pat Bodie, and today I'm at Artisan Gallery 218 on 5th Street in Valley Junction with one of the gallery's founders, Victoria Herring. Herring is a fine art architectural and travel photographer whose work has won national awards and is displayed in galleries and other venues throughout Des Moines. I just recently saw your work at Scottish Rite Park. Oh, yes. As a matter yes, of fact. Thank so you. that was really fun to see. And someone said, Did you recognize? Yeah, yes, I did. I recognize <laughs> it. This is Vicki's work. She spent 40 years as a Des Moines area attorney working in civil rights and discrimination law. And we're going to touch on that in this okay. uh, conversation. Now, founded in 2015, Artisan Gallery 218 represents the work of more than 40 Iowa artists of wide ranging styles and offers classes, performances, dialogues, and special exhibits. And it is artist-owned. I yes. want to touch on that, yes. too. Right. And I'm here today in part to enrich our collective understanding of the current show, The Gaia Project, A Climate Crisis Dialogue. The gallery has been collaborating with the Upper Mississippi River Initiative to host exhibits, book signings, and gallery talks addressing water quality issues, rapid species extinction, and the increasing destabilization of our climate a topic that I care deeply about, as I'm sure many of our listeners do. So here we are, Vicki, uh, in the heart of a room depicting endangered species and sculpture, the sorrow of indigenous peoples captured on canvas, and Earth's changing landscape. Your own photos depict that, and the work of Arctic explorer and photographer David Thorson. So in short, here we are in the midst of an artistic overview of climate's impacts and potential future horrors. So, what are you finding uh, is the impact of this exhibit on the folks who come through here? I think uh, a lot of it is to educate people about what is happening or may happen if we don't do more uh, aggressive work in the, wor- in the world of climate change. My own... Um, focus personally was to try to show what lovely things we have in the climate that we will lose if we don't do something about climate change. So I took a little bit of a a different view, but there are some excellent pieces here that sort of show you how bad it could be if we don't address the issues of our environment. So what kind of reaction are you getting? Are people stunned, shocked, despair, energized? Not, I think curious and, and uh, educated and perhaps want to do more and want to seek out ways that they can contribute to the, uh, to the issue of the environment. Um, so I, I personally would rather encourage people to get people uh, excited about the issue and looking for how they can make things better themselves personally. Otherwise, if it's such a big issue, you just feel like you can't do anything. So I think we each have to have ownership of the issue, and that's my hope. Now, what are you seeing as a potential impact on, on the community writ more large? Here in, in the central yeah, Iowa? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's important for this gallery and other galleries to try to speak to issues that are present in our society, and especially in this 
general vicinity here and to try to educate and get people interested in learning more about whatever the issue is. We did a suffrage uh, theme not too long ago. We've done other themed uh, exhibitions. So it sort of depends on the, uh, the theme, whether people are interested enough to come through and become more educated, more curious about it. But uh, I think we're having an impact that way. So, you know, this is a little bit of a program about building community. Yes. So where does the community, building community piece come into play here? Uh, is it just the awareness building and education around uh, a particular item or issue, or does something more organic come out of this? Well, we, in terms of building community here at the gallery, we try, as you can see, to pick a theme or to do something that has resonance for people in this area and to encourage them to come in and uh, become excited by or challenged by the art. And then, and to love it, maybe, and, and to want to put it in their home, hopefully. But uh, we also have book events here, so that's pulling in the community again. Every person who comes in here, I think, has their eyes open to all the possibilities that art brings to them and all of the uh, positive things they can get out of little bitty bait pieces of art versus big pieces of art, et cetera, and, and all the different themes that we've presented so far. Well, well tell me this. Um, okay. You, you have this amazing background here. You are an artist yourself. Uh, you're one of the founders and owners mm -hmm. of this gallery. And then you have this background in the law, specifically <laughs> civil rights and discrimination law. Right. So out of all these roles you've played, where do you think you have had the greatest... Um, impact or influence on a, on a positive uh, frame-up of community, a, a, a positive connecting? Well, candidly, as a lawyer, I thought my work was a positive, um, had a positive impact on the community. It changed laws. It changed how people operated and, and taught uh, people how better to treat each other how not to discriminate, et cetera. So that's the reason I was doing the lawyering as long as I did. Uh, what I think about the photography and the art in our gallery here is it sort of opens up that, is it the left brain or the right brain <laughs> yeah, side? But the imaginative creative yes, side. exactly, got, yeah. to other people. To, you know, it's easy enough for those of us who like this sort of thing to do it, but for some child to come in. I mean, we have little kids who come in who get all excited about what they're seeing. And all you're planting a seed that in 10 years they're going to want to do something, not even as an artist, but they're going to want to share something with someone else, which is beautiful. I mean, there's, I believe in the ripple theory, which is that every little uh, stone that goes in the water brings, sends out ripples. So everything we do sends out ripples. And so I think we're rippling things out from this art gallery, if you will. So you would say impact in both places. Yeah, I But would. one kind is very specific policy-oriented. Mm -hmm. The next one is a little bit more tapping into people's um, creativity, their imagination, their and perhaps inspiration. Yeah, I was, I was looking for that word, yes. I think, I think the inspirational idea of art and creation is what I find exciting and what I'm hoping all these little kids who come through find exciting and, and that we can build community, which is your interest, 
through the idea that we can all be part of something positively. I mean, we're not fighting here. This is the beauty of it. We're not debating. We're not fighting. It is all working together to make something that is positive and beautiful. Um, and maybe not everyone will think it's beautiful in their eyes, but they won't think terribly of it, perhaps. So I think it has a whole positive impact on the community in itself. We're not debating. We're not fighting. So even with the topic that has been so controversial uh, for so long, um, the climate crisis right. and climate change and specifically human-caused global warming, you're seeing this as a place where this climate crisis dialogue can occur. That's why the word dialogue is in the title. Because I think we need to talk, and part of the theme of the... Of the uh, exhibit is that we should talk about this issue so that we can all know more about the issue, know more about what the problems are and what the human cause is, because frankly, if we don't take some agency for that, we're not going to do anything. So we all have to own it in the sense that we have to be responsible about how we can address it. And then we dialogue about how can one person do something that means something, that matters. Uh, picking up cans off of a road. No, don't put your styrofoam outside and throw it out into the landfill or something. There are all sorts of little things each of us could do. And that's, I hope, some of the um, message of this exhibit specifically. Yeah, if you were to kind of summarize, and maybe you just did that, but uh, I want to ask it like in the sense of what would be your priority uh, takeaways uh, for folks here? That... It's a serious issue, that there is a huge human cause behind it, that we are at a point where we have to make changes, but that we can make changes, that it's worth making changes. There are beautiful things here in this world and in this society and in this city itself, that if we take better care of them, people who come after us will benefit. I mean, I have a daughter, she's in her mid-30s, but I know other people have younger children, and they have grandchildren, et cetera. And they're the ones who are going to inherit what we do here, which is why we each have to do something. Uh, now, this is an artist-owned gallery. We yes. mentioned that at the beginning. What impact does that have on your ability to do the kinds of things that you're doing here? Or give me a little bit of a comparison about what you can do in an artist-owned gallery versus perhaps something more uh, traditional. Well, what has really been nice for this gallery is that because we're all artists, we all have, we all, we have three owners, um, Mary Klein Meisel, myself, and Mary Beth Heikus. And so we have an understanding of what art is and what people look for in art and of how we should be part of this community and contribute exhibits that will help um, educate and, and inform people and give them beauty. We're going to be doing a, uh, a exhibition in June, starting in June, on field and flowers. Oh, nice. Yes, and we're going to be doing one in October on architecture, specifically probably of Des Moines, which I think people... Oh, will, your photos will come in yeah, handy there, won't that they? Was, that's part <laughs> of it, yes. <laughs> and uh, so I think we have some ideas that will open people's eyes to opportunities to go around and travel and see parts of Des Moines and Iowa and Polk County, et cetera, maybe they wouldn't think of seeing, and just to understand that we have a lot of beauty here in the state 
that we should all enjoy and take you and take care of. Now, uh, now, how are partnerships like with the Upper Mississippi uh, River Initiative mm-hmm. coming to be, and how are they influencing how you're looking at this? Well, Mary Klein Measle is the uh, lead person on this Gaia project mm-hmm. dialogue, and she was in touch with the Upper Mississippi uh, Initiative, and so they helped us. I mean, some of the uh, posters and things up around here uh, in the gallery uh, that talk about climate change. Like, what's your climate action plan? Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And I think uh, that is an important message to put out there, and that's in part what they did. But I think they also helped us know about some of the people who would be uh, positive additions to this. I think I, I had not personally heard of David Thorison, course now I'm so happy I've met him but uh, I think his name might have come up in some of those early discussions so we've uh, all learned something by putting this whole thing on. Now one of the things that I recall back when this was forming in 2015 this Mm -hmm. gallery was that I thought there would be and I think there kind of is uh, has been uh, a particular emphasis on women artists. Tell me a little bit about Tell me a little more about that, that, that conceit, and how that's playing out. Well, the uh, initial founders and the remaining uh, partners are all women, of course. And we're not against male artists. <laughs> and we, in fact, have some extra, ex, um, extraordinary male artists here. But we, it's very nice to be able to present women artists. But primarily, we're doing Iowa artists, too. I mean, the focus is really to say to people, Iowa has a great artist community, and come here and see it. And the variety of things here, and the professionalism of the items, is, I think, sometimes surprises people. What response are you getting from the artists themselves to this operation? Well, you know, they have their work here on display. Uh, they trust us to handle it and to hopefully sell it, market it, etc., uh, some of them come in during the exhi- exhibitions so that they can uh, see how people are uh, seeing their work and talk to them. Uh, John Evans came in, and he he and his wife came to s- on Friday night when we had that big opening, and he, he was there to answer people's questions about his his art. And that's the excitement is to have an artist come and talk to the people who are looking at their paintings or their photography or the collage or whatever it is. And uh, so we, we like that especially. That seems to mean a lot to people. And I get to be here for a wonderful poetry reading. So it's, yes. it's been great to have different kinds of arts represented, not just the visual arts as well. We're going to be doing a theater presentation Monday night. And then we do book events. So we have a Big, and then classes, of course, where people can learn how to make jewel, jewelry. So we've got a pretty broad spectrum here, I think. So you've touched on this, but as we kind of wrap this up a little bit, uh, fill me in on what's ahead for Artisan Gallery 218 and for you as an artist. Well, um, in terms of the gallery itself, as I said, we, have, we, we try to have a new exhibition every six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. So the uh, climate one will go down June 30th, and the fields and flowers will come up about that. 
then and then in October we'll do architecture and then you go through the holiday season and you really don't do new exhibits and then we'll ah, plan, plan okay. some new things to come into the early part of the year uh, and uh, I'm sure we have some but I can't right now think of what they are off the top of my head in terms of me um, I have been wanting to travel and take pictures for what two years now right mm -hmm. and, I've, <laughs> and I've done some things here in, in the country in Utah and California and all but I'm going to France in a couple weeks and I'm looking forward to going to the teeny tiny towns and seeing little little uh, streets and thin little streets and things like that in the countryside of France, which I, I do love. It'll be fun to see that through your eyes when you come back with your photographs. I'm hoping to have some. Uh, you did touch on something, though, that I'd meant to ask. Uh, how did you guys do through the pandemic, and how's it still kind of going because it's still kind of sort of here? It is. It is. Um, we had to shut down uh, for several months many months, I guess, I don't know the exact time. And then we did start up again, and it's, it's taken a while, but we got through it. We were able to uh, qualify for a small business loan, an economic disaster loan. So, of course, it's a loan, so it's not like one of those grants. But that helped handle some of the expenses that we just had, you have going on. You right, they're still there. They're, they're still the there, still yeah, the lights are still on, yeah. the building's still there, and the rent okay. is due. But it, uh, it was tough, but it's worked out pretty well, I think, actually. And we're serious about the masking requirement. I'm serious because I don't want to get sick before I go out of town. <laughs> but uh, we are trying to be very careful and sensitive about people's needs in that respect, too. So it worked going through it, and people seem to be appreciative of our sensitivity on that point. Ultimately, if you wanted folks to understand one thing, or maybe two or three max, <laughs> about um, Artisan Gallery 218's role in the community and as a community builder, what would you want that to be? I would like people to think of us when they think of wanting to see a range of beautiful things, things that they would like to have themselves or give to somebody or just to enjoy walk through and see and and to be want to be part of our classes jewelry classes and come to our book events i mean there's a lot of things going here and it, it is a community facility in, in that respect and i'd like people to be uh welcome here for that and i think they would be definitely well, thank you for that. Uh, I want to thank you, Vicki, or Victoria Herring, I call her Vicki, sorry, um, Artisan Gallery 218, and the Upper Mississippi River Initiative for making this exhibit possible. And as always, um, thanks to Mainframe Studios and my collaborator, Alex Cooney, for their support of this podcast. And remember, Mainframe's First Fridays and all of the events going on there as well. But don't skip out on these wonderful uh, events here at Artisan Gallery 218. Thank you for listening to 900 Views. Thank you, Pat. <laughs>